every day on the big show. What? Gordon and what? Jake want to keep you up to date on all the action, all the newsmakers, and all the big opinions on the Zone Sports Network. This is What's Going On on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Show Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Want to remind you about our friends at SNS Roofing. Their huge winter and spring sales event going on now where you can save thousands on a new roof. Call uh, pound 250 and say SNS Roofing for your free bid. Uh, Gordon, you ready to get to what's going on? Yeah. Joe Ingles was on this morning with DJ and PK, and we're going to hear the majority of this conversation. But uh, they they hit on all the stuff: the refs, the all star, uh, the all star snubs. They hit on it all, and uh, we thought we'd hit on that for what's going on. Here you go. How are you enjoying a little downtime? How are you enjoying a little break? Let's before we worry about the issues. Let's worry about Joe. I ain't got no I ain't got no issues. So I don't know what issues you got, but uh, I. No, it's, it's very nice, to be honest. Um, got to spend the whole day at home yesterday with the, the kids and um, got to drop, I just dropped Jacob at school, which I never really ever get to do, which was nice. And um, I mean, honestly, just to kind of be around the family as much as um, I love what I do, it's been... Uh, and, uh, and obviously this is every team, but it's been a, a bit more of a grind this year. And with the, the testing and all that, we have to test. So we, we do all our usual day of mornings of testing, and then we practice, and then we have to go back and test at night between 5 and 7 or whatever it is. So a, a lot more time in the car and out of the house. And um, so I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to use this week to... To actually spend some time with my, I felt like I haven't seen Jack's 15 weeks yesterday, and I felt like I haven't even spent any time with him. So, um, yeah, it'll be a lot of time sitting at home with with the family. So, for you, you staying out of the gym, staying off your feet completely this entire week? Oh, I don't know about that. Um, I said I'll spend more time <laughs> with the family. I don't think I'll stop. Um, I didn't do anything yesterday, and, and um, I'm not doing anything today. But we'll kind of get back into it on the weekend um, slowly. Um, obviously, it's only a, I think it's a week break we ended up getting. Um, so you don't want to, I mean, everyone's going to, we, we've all got specific kind of schedules to do. Some guys will do more than others. Some guys will do less. Um, obviously, Donovan, those guys have got a, a busy weekend and, and obviously playing the heavy minutes that they play is different to me. I mean, I... I feel really good up to this point. Yeah, I just want to, I guess for me, for, for everybody, but for me personally, I want to make sure I'm still in a good place come Thursday, Friday next week and, and ready to get back into it um, whilst obviously switching off as well for a few days. So we know you had to miss some games and it broke your Ironman streak earlier this year. Is a week off good for that injury or are you 100% and that thing's in the rearview mirror and it doesn't really matter? Um, and to be honest, um, I think I'll always, at, at my age and 
the amount of games we play and our scheduling and stuff. I don't mean I'm in pain or anything like that, but I've got to maintain a certain level of exercise that I do every day. Um, I skipped them yesterday because I was exhausted. We got home at 3 a.m. and the kids ran in at 7 o'clock to wake me up and say good morning. So I missed it yesterday, but I'll, I'll do it today. Uh, I can do it at home and, and stuff like that as well. So um, it, it's something that I'll... Uh, I think there's a... And like I said to you guys kind of before, as you get older, you realise there's certain things that you enjoy doing for your body and that, that obviously make you feel good. And um, these kind of exercises and stuff that, with my Achilles and my knees and stuff like that is just stuff that I uh, I do every day anyway. Um, so I'll continue to do that through this break. It's only a kind of 10, 15-minute little routine and I can kind of do it anywhere, really. So we know what Rudy and Donovan said when they were on the Zoom call the other night after the Philadelphia game. If Joe Ingles would have been on the Zoom call taking questions, what would he have said? I probably would have gone, wow, have they been, have they been fined or will they get fined? I haven't heard. I haven't heard. I'm assuming they're going to get fined, but I haven't heard. Well, if they haven't, my fine would have already been out already. And if it was fined, it would be double whatever they're going to get. <laughs> no, I, I mean, it's... I mean, you get... A part of it, too, is the heat of the moment as well. And obviously, we felt like um, I'm going to have to tip the toe, tip the line here. Um, but, yeah, we, I mean, obviously, obviously, there were some things that went on that we felt could have gone more towards our way than the other way. But a part of that, too, is... Like you try and you try and kind of blank them out. You try and not not let them be a part of it or not let them affect you. But I mean, we're all humans, and things affect us. And we, we think some things go one way and the other. Like it's just a. I'm sure they're sitting there saying Joe fouled me on this play or, or Ben got fouled on this or whatever it is. It's just a hard. Um, it's a, I mean, we're all we've all got tough jobs, including them, but. Um, it is what it is. We'll uh, hopefully after the break, Donovan will calm down and we'll, we'll be back to playing basketball again. You know, I don't. Uh, I have never in my life looked at a two-minute report until um, until Thursday. That was the first time, and I, I'm 100 percent serious about this, Joe. The, the game's over. It doesn't matter what they say, and I I hear about it third-hand, certainly, but I couldn't be bothered to look it up. But I thought, well, this time I have to. This was too big a deal. And they list the the correct no calls, the correct calls, and the incorrect calls. And the thing about refereeing is, A, they have to let some stuff go because it's entertainment and nobody came to see them blow the whistle. And, B, they miss a lot of stuff. And they have the video links to the play. So on this report, you can actually – and you can Google it. Any fan can Google it. Any fan can look at this thing. And I didn't even know. I didn't even know that. Oh yeah, it's out there. You can go and go. And there is a play specifically where, in the last two minutes, Donovan has to go in the back court to get a ball. And some people were wondering if it was over and back. And the refs missed two calls, and they got dinged for it. And one was Bullion traveled, and a hundred percent by the letter of the law, he did. He switched and/or slid his pivot feet, and they didn't call it. And uh, the defender was Ben Simmons. Ben kicked the ball, which real time I thought, I think Simmons kicked that. Um, 
but I wasn't sure because everything happens so fast. And so yeah. to a certain point, they, A, can't call everything because it'll wreck the entertainment. And then, B, they got to choose what to call and what not to, and they just miss stuff. And let's be honest, you guys are part of the problem because, not you personally, because you're, you know, you're Joe Ingles and, you know, you're the guy. <laughs> but other players try to— foul, My foul is going to be out there. Don't right, exactly. I'm going to be using but other players try to fool the refs, and guess what? Sometimes they do. I think where I had a little um, compassion for you guys is you have to attack the hoop. You can't shoot 83 pointers. And when you do attack the hoop, I thought there were a lot of no calls. It could have been fouls. You could have been at the free throw line. They could have been in foul trouble. Certainly Conley early in the fourth quarter. So I get why that's frustrating, but there's a certain part of me that says, this is never changing. This goes back to Wilt Chamberlain never fouled out in the 60s. I mean, before you were born, this was going on, Joe. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it, it's tough at times. And, and I think, like, like you said, you, you don't want the referees to be involved that much that they're taking over the game. Like, mm-hmm. If you can referee a game and not be noticed and no one even really realizes you're there and the game's a good game, like obviously one team's going to be pissed off because they lost at the end of the day but you you want it to be you want the teams to decide the game you want Ben Simmons versus Donovan in a whatever like whatever the situation is you want that, that's what everybody wants like you said like you want it we, we want it to be free flying we want to get up and down like we um, I also think on the flip side there's calls that are I've never I've never refereed at any type of level so I'm not going to say it's easy but I feel like there's obvious calls that that should get called Kind of no matter what, no matter how free flowing it is, like that was a foul. Like, I know there was one with uh, myself and Embiid where he, he ran into me off a post move. I was going to go trap him and he ran into me, and I I just assumed they were going to call a foul. Like, I didn't know what the right call is. Like, he swung through and kind of hit me in the chest, and we both, I think he fell over. I fell backwards. I just assumed they were going to call a foul on me. It was a, it ended up being a no call. I don't know if it was on a report or no. I wasn't in the, the last two minutes. It must have been just before that. But so, you, like some of it is, I, I don't know. I, I thought they were, I thought they were going to call a foul. So some of it is what they see and and at the time. But yeah, I mean it, it's it's frustrating when you lose a game like that that you feel like you could have and, and probably should have won. Um, there's also things. On our end, if we just do things a bit better or don't have this turnover, we, we probably get the win as well. So, um, I mean, it's frustrating at times, but like you said, after the game, what are we like? What are we going to do? <laughs> we're in the locker room. We're not going to play another. We're not, two minute reports not going to come out. We're going to suit suit back up for two minutes to replay those those possessions. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll keep. Playing the way we play, we'll keep attacking the hoop, we'll keep shooting our threes, we'll keep defending the way we defend, and um, yeah, hopefully we, we keep winning games. So, as we already said, the two stars come out and they were very vocal. Then LeBron and Durant picked them next to last and last. LeBron says, I want height, and he picks Sabonis when Gobert is still out there. So there's all sorts of disrespect, however much you want it from the Jazz perspective, this small market team, blah, blah, blah. It's out there. How much really does that galvanize, if at all, the team? 
if I could swear on the radio show right now, I would, but I really don't give a... <laughs> Uh-oh, 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 uh-oh. Finish that off however you, uh, whichever word you would like to put in there. Um, I mean, like, again, like, what are, what are we going to do? Like, you want me to text LeBron and tell him, ask him why he said, like, who cares what he said? Like, what is, like he's, not on, he's not on my team. Yes, we realise how good a player he is and X, Y, and Z, but they're not on my team. I hope that... Uh, Rudy and Donovan have a uh, have a really good kind of weekend or whatever it is, weekend away. Um, hope coach coaching his first uh, All Star game gets a, a hell of an experience. Maybe coach can bench him after he didn't pick any of our team. Um, but no, I mean for me, it's all about our guys enjoying what they deserve. Donovan and Rudy deserve it. Obviously, we think uh, Mike should have been in there, but that is what it is, and. And coach and, and his coaching staff because we can obviously we're out there and I think coach said it himself like we're the ones that kind of get out there and do what we have to do to win games and puts him in a position to win coach of the month whatever but you got I mean you guys know and and people closer to our team that have been around our team know how much kind of dedication and time and, and effort he's put in for seven years not just this year so. Um, yeah, hopefully those those guys enjoy the the, the couple of days that they're there, and um, yeah, then we'll get back into it after the break. You know, we talk about Quinn and uh, what he is like, and you've had some hilarious bits and all that, and you clearly really appreciate what he's done for a career. But the one thing that we've never talked about um, is inspirational Quinn, and I think sometimes that's what people do intentionally, but it's sometimes just how they are in the moment, and. As much as the harping on the referees and all that gets old and it's not why I turn on basketball, I got to say, and I wonder how often this happens with you guys, he was so bleeping furious on a timeout with 10 minutes left with the game tied at 92, and he, the camera cuts to him just as he's flinging his arm, and there is no part of me that thinks he was mad at a jazz player. 100% of me thinks he was mad at a series of calls, and really, he was mad at a series of no calls. And I wonder... To what degree is he inspirational? When or how does he inspire you accidentally or on purpose? I mean, probably more than not, really. Um, again, you guys have been around him and stuff. Like he, just the, the time and the effort and the dedication and, and everything. Like he, he can, he's one of those, I mean, it, it's probably funny to say because I mean, myself and Rudy and, and Faith, to a certain extent, have obviously been here the longest. Um, but I've been here coming on seven years, and, and still to this day, I, I mean, I remember the first kind of chat I had with him, and, and still to this day, seven years later, like when he speaks, you listen. Like it's not a, and I'm not saying that as in like he's like authority wise, he's bigger than anyone or, or anything like that, but like he's just one of those guys that when he speaks, you listen, and, and he knows what he's talking about. and I've spoken about obviously like when he's individual with one-on-one with me, like the, the confidence that he gives you to go out there. And I remember games so many times that I've, he, he's called me in to sub out, like to sub someone in in the last two minutes or whatever it is. And I'm like, like coach, I don't have it. Like let, let player blah, 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 stay in. Like they're playing well. Like I just don't. And he's like, no, you like, you're going to make a play or like you're going to hit a three here or whatever it is. And, Obviously, a part of, of that is a little bit of luck because you've got to get the ball or whatever. But 
that confidence to, to like, he, he feels like he knows what he's doing and he wants to put me in or, or whoever it is for a reason. Um, and you're just like, like, hell yeah, like, <laughs> I'm going to make, I'm for sure going to, like, then you get the ball and the confidence that he gives you to, to be in those situations. Um, but even not those situations, like listening to a scout, like you can see how how much time and effort and the dedication that, that his whole staff's put into that and and all of that combined. Like this, this is, again, like it's kind of weird because for me it's like it's every day. Like it's not, <laughs> you guys get the media might hear him in, a, in an interview or or they might catch him on the street prior to COVID and, but we we hear we get to listen to him every day. Like it's it's really cool to to be around a guy like that that's so dedicated and passionate and um, l- literally would do whatever it takes for, for for us to win a game. There you go. That's Joe Ingles from DJ and PK this morning, uh, covering a variety of of different topics. Uh, obviously, Gordon, that last one talking about Coach Snyder, I thought that was interesting. Um, you know, you can tell the respect certainly is is there for uh, his coach with Joe Ingles, and they've been together seven years now. I mean, that's that's a long player coach relationship. Yeah, I could tell that right from the beginning because that story I've told you many times about interviewing Joe for a feature that I was doing on him way back in the beginning, and Quinn was walking through the gym and he was. He was yelling insults at Joe, and Joe was kind of yelling back. It was all funny, you know. But you could, you don't joke with somebody like that if you don't have respect for him, you know, if you don't like him. And, uh, yeah, and Joe has flourished uh, given his set of talents under Quinn. So uh, a question I have for you is, do you believe Joe when he says he doesn't care what anybody thinks? And by anybody, I mean, you know people like LeBron and others. And do you think that secretly Joe and the players will talk about that and will use it as motivation to uh, push forward? Because you know how athletes are. You know, many of them, they're the very best in the world at what they do, but they look for little angles, little hooks to grab a hold of in order to push themselves forward. And with the way the Jazz played three out of their last four games, uh, they may need a little of that heading into the – stretch run as it were i don't i don't think they need any extra motivation i mean they're a really good team um i think everybody uh, cares what people think so if you're asking me literally if i don't think he cares what people think no uh but i i think he believes that i think that's that's what he tries to do to not care what uh, what they think and i think uh, a strength of this jazz team is they're kind of focused internally and that's been true for the last couple of years, really, since Donovan got there. He has that message where he focuses very much internally. So um, I don't know. That's a little all over the place. I don't know if that answers your question. But No, but there's a delineation there that I think you're, you're saying that, yeah, it, he doesn't necessarily appreciate it, but does, he, does it keep him up at night? Of course not. Joe's right. got other things that are right. more important to him than, than what LeBron James says. But uh, and, and I really do buy into that. But I, I think he is enough of a competitor to get together with the guys and say, look, let's uh, let's let, let's prove the world wrong here. Let, let's show them what we're really made of. But I don't and, know that they need that. I mean, you said they. Well, might, I mean, they yeah, but you could that. say I don't know that they need that. You could say the same thing about Michael Jordan. What did he need? 
and yet he grabbed a hold of that stuff all the time. He was the best in, that ever did what he was doing, and yet he still found little things to uh, keep him laser-focused. So I, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. But I, if I were a member of the Jazz, I would want I, – I, I would set my jaw, man. I, I would say, look, guys, we're good. We're a really good team. And let's uh, let let's show everybody how good we are. The hell with what LeBron says, you know. That's a part of growing up in the league. You know, there was a time when Donovan and Donovan is still quite friendly with other players. You see him after games greeting the other team's best player and whatnot. But I I I think this is this is real. And uh, <laughs> with Rudy, we know it's real. So uh, we'll see what the overall effect is. All right, we're live at the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West. Don't forget about Orem as well, 86 East University Parkway. But Clayton is jumping on with us once again. He's got a a notebook here, Gordon, and it looks chocked full of deals to me. And that thing You're is, is ready to go. Hey, my dad could do off the top of you know just off the cuff, off the top of his head, but I have to write it. Your all down. your dad is not uh, human in that way. It's I mean, crazy. the guy just the guy, the guy just has that all floating around up there. I would I would sit and watch him on the radio. and I'd just be like, gosh, he's really good at this. I would imagine he's the type of dude who had like his entire inventory like right up here, and like, that's why this yeah. whole process has been impossible. It's I'm like, sure it's been challenging that way. How do we? How do you take the main hard drive, being Tom, out overnight, and then, all right, Clay, you're up. There you go. Start oh, swinging. Oh, come on. Take Clayton, the ball. You're, 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 you're a, No, Clayton's a chip off the old block. He, you're, this is you're gonna, you're gonna handle this. Yeah, we got it. But I mean, my dad was good. But thus, we can forgive him having a notebook because it is a lot. <laughs> it is a lot. I do have a notebook. Yeah. Well, let's get straight to the notebook. <laughs> so I have a I have a deal. It's it's king size and a queen size bed. It's actually that headboard over there. I just brought Ooh, the headboard. Very nice. Yeah, that's I awesome. I couldn't bring the whole bed in front of the. No, radio. that's cool though. So this is a this is a really nice uh, this is a really nice bed. It's a complete bed. So headboard, rails, footboard, and slats. Normally, uh, this bed we're doing at seven ninety nine. I have it in a king size. We're doing for two ninety nine and a queen size for two forty nine. And now I'm gonna explain it a little bit for the people who are listening. It's a, it's like a it's wood. It's like a white glossy wood yep. with a silver leather padded headboard, and then it's kind of like that low profile. The 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 footboard is really low. Put that box spring and mattress on top of it. And boom, you get it for two ninety nine and a king queen two forty nine. I also have a blue velvet sleigh bed. Okay. So anybody who's into velvet, you know, that sounds like a, a Gordon Monson material. It's something that would go go nicely in the Gordon Monson mansion. You got a lot of a lot of velvet, Gordo? <laughs> no, actually, I don't have uh, any velvet. Not no velvet. Much. I find that no. hard to believe. Imagine some like 1970s really nice velvet blue disco pants. Uh, yeah, I could see okay. him having that. In a, now leather. In a... Leather. <laughs> oh goodness. Leather you got? Well, yeah, I don't have a leather sleigh bed, but I do have a blue velvet uh fabric headboard footboard sleigh bed. Normally this bed goes for 11.99. We're doing it queen size only. I only have it in a queen. We're out of king 3.99. All right, and I want to talk a little bit about that mattress that I was talking about. Yeah, because I, I feel like we rushed we rushed over this mattress, and I wanted to get into it because we only have four of these mattresses, 
we've sold all the other stock and it's going to be a while until we get them until we we can order these again and so i want to get rid of them it's this cbd mattress it's a 16 inch memory foam mattress and as you can tell it has a couple of layers here here's a cooling here's a cooling level they even have a charcoal level but the coolest thing is this case that's got CBD infused on top. Wow. So anybody who's a strong CBD believer, strong CBD user. Um, my this ac- is your mattress. This is your mattress. My dad actually uh, strongly believed in CBD oils for his knees and joints. Yeah. So he was sold on it when we got the deal. Yeah, I bet. Normally, I printed it out. We just looked it up. Normally, on sale, this mattress is twenty. Is two. It's basically $3,000. They got it here at... Uh, Twenty nine ninety nine. I'm doing it at, while supplies last. Like I said, I only have four of them left. We're doing it for eleven ninety nine. How about that? So thousand dollars off. It's a really good mattress. Sixteen inches, as you can see, of different. Yeah, he's got a foam. little bit of a the the what do you call it display, so you can see exactly. I have a what tiny little getting. display. I'm showing yeah. Jake here. It's really cool. And as you can see, you know, you got the normal normal memory foam, then you got your cooling memory foam, you got your charcoal memory foam, then of course that really cool uh, case that's CBD infused. Eleven ninety nine while supplies supplies last, and the boss just showed up. My mom just Uh-oh. walked in. That means we're in trouble. We better close up these this notebook and deals. Yep. <laughs> it's good while it lasted. Oh, Come in. Wow. We'll still get you taken care of. 1825 South, 300 West. It is the big show. Don't forget about Orem as well. 86 East, University Parkway. Thanks, Clayton. Thank you, guys. All right. More next. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. You're locked on to The Big Show, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It is The Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone, live today from the warehouse, the Salt Lake location. 1825 South, 300 West. Price is so low, it will blow your mind. Don't forget about their Orem location as well. 86 East, University Parkway. And I'm comfy, Gordon. I hope you're glad. I'm glad. You know, just describe the feel of that uh, piece of furniture. Like soft, but not too soft. It's leather. I mean, Uh, the stitching is terrific. You just kind of melt right into it. Uh, yeah, it's got the drink holders right here, too. Nice place to store remotes or maybe some snacks. Uh, you think you, but, could, uh, you could enjoy a jazz game or two uh, oh, oh, properly yeah. I mean, positioned there? You mean compared to my chair in the studio? Yeah, I think I could. <laughs> I think this this would be an, an improvement. Yeah, I do. Not bad. Uh, not bad at all. Uh, all right, Gordon, we've got uh, Howard Beck, who's going to jump on with us at the top of the 4 o'clock hour. Uh, our friend Ben Anderson from KSL Sports uh, will be with us at 5. We've got a market update coming up. Um, we've got the Not Sports Report, unfortunately, at 4.50. <laughs> Just sliding that in there for you, Gordon. Yeah, I appreciate uh, it. Yeah, the, try not to stay tuned for that. Uh, coming up at, uh, at nice, 5.50. Nice tease. <laughs> you should listen in. Listen in, because it's bound to be better than yesterday's. I don't even remember what yesterday's was, but I just came away with it thinking, I think we could have done better. (laughs) Okay.
<laughs> Whatever I say we. I say we because I, I take responsibility too. But I, I really feel like we could have done we could have done better. Uh, what was yesterday's? What what I know. What was yesterday? Wasn't it like the the surf report up was up in uh, Hawaii or something? I don't. Know. No, no, it wasn't I, that. I just say that of mind. You know, we always I'm, some some people look back. I look forward. You know. So you can't remember either. No, I can't. No. <laughs> Gordon, are you actually going to watch the All Star Game? Take take Truth Serum here for a second. You know, are you uh, actually going to take time, sit down, and watch the All-Star game? And if so, how much or how little? I'll, I'll watch part of it, but I, I really don't. I'm not a big fan of the All-Star game. Uh, to me, it's not what basketball is supposed to be. It's a bunch of showboating. And I know last year it seemed like it got a little more competitive uh, toward the end. But I uh, I, I think this, this whole thing is kind of flawed. It's not for – I don't think it's for hardcore basketball fans. It's more just a show. And uh, so, I mean, yeah, will I pay attention to it a little bit here and there? But I won't be uh, on the edge of my seat watching. See, that's why I'm a little mad that that Rudy Donovan and Quinn Snyder all made it because now I feel like I have to watch it. Uh, so I think I'm going to DVR it and go through <laughs> and and you know consume it uh, a little bit because I watched it live last year. I watched it with uh, a buddy's family and we were excited to see Rudy and and Donovan there and they finally made it. And how would that go? There was always that uh, you know how will Rudy perform in an All Star game because he's his game doesn't really fit kind of how those traditionally go. And uh-huh. we all got those answers last year. And I feel like now this year this is uh, kind of a have to kind of thing. I do want to see if Quinn Snyder. I do want to see if Quinn Snyder is going to bark at somebody, because I would think that fun, that would be kind of funny. But I don't think it's going to happen. No, he won't do that. But I would like to see him bench LeBron, and tell him uh, uh, that's the way we handle it uh, with the Jazz. We're not going to tolerate any of that uh, that nonsense. What? Because he picked Donovan last, and then joked about the franchise. That was more offensive to me than the Donovan last thing. Uh, just the whole yuck yuck thing. Well, like, uh, yeah, just taking shots at the franchise. Like, I, I don't think, I, I don't know. Does he? Does he take shots like that at other franchises? You know. Uh, don't uh, don't know if he does. You know, he's, uh, but that I'm was... not gonna I'm not gonna pick the Jazz because they're not cool enough. Because no, we didn't pick them uh, when we were playing video games growing up. Because nobody but likes could, the Jazz. I mean, but could you just... have said? Could he have said the same thing about the San Antonio Spurs? But he doesn't. Is that because they've won two titles? I don't know. You tell me. Oh, that's the solution to this whole thing: is for the Jazz to be emboldened and to go out and win a freaking title. Beat the know. Lakers. They, they were, they beat were the Clippers. Con- beat uh, beat the league. They were in. You know? They were contending for a title with John and Carl, and they still got the UCO go play in Utah stuff. Yeah, but that was then. This is a little different now. Uh, if you know. see, it seems to be the same stuff keeps coming up. Uh, yeah. yeah, well, it's related, but it's. I think it and, might be a little different. But if the Jazz, if the Jazz went out and won, won two titles in a row. I don't think anybody would be laughing at him anymore. Yeah. Well, I just think that, uh, you know, 
I, I've told you this. I think it's easy to beat up on the jazz. I think it's easy to make jazz jokes because, you know, people don't get upset by it. And How I, do you think uh, if Donovan and, and Rudy went out and won a title this year, uh, how do you think next year's selection would go as far as the all-star picks go? Yeah, I mean, they would, they, there sure. would no, no way that it would happen the way it did this year. But I don't but, think it's about who's good, though. That's the thing. That's what's but dumb that, about but that, the whole process. But that, yeah, but that mitigates it when, when you've got uh, bragging rights a little bit. And the Jazz haven't done that. Uh, look, how many franchises have been laughed at through the years? How many times have you heard disparaging remarks about the Sacramento Kings or the old L.A. Clippers? I mean, you know, I mean, people have made fun of franchises before. Right. I just think it it always it seems to come at uh, the jazz expense more often. I I yeah, I, I maybe I think there's some truth to what you're saying, but I would encourage people around here and I think most of them don't. I hope most of them don't get into this paranoid stage of uh, everybody hates us. Let's all be feel persecuted. Circle the wagons, you know. It, it just I, I don't know. I mean, this is a terrific place. It's adorable. Yeah, most in of the a people, sports sense, most they're of the disrespected pe- most all the pe- time. Most people who live here know it's a, a terrific place. And, uh, yeah. And yet they have to put up with you go play in Utah. Yeah, but that was tw- 25 years ago. Uh, yeah, and the whole nightlife thing with the Golden State was five years ago. But and, this mean, thing, who- and this thing was yesterday. I will agree with Joe from this standpoint. Who really cares what LeBron James thinks about the Utah Jazz? Well, what you do. You're the... asking if LeBron's motivation is going to put the Jazz over the top. That was, well, I know, but that I'm was looking at topic, the, our I'm, topic I'm a, yesterday or last No, segment. I'm looking at it from their standpoint, from the player's standpoint. I'm talking about, you know, when I say who cares, I'm talking about people who live here. Well, like I said, I think you care because you brought it up in the last segment. Will this motivate them to put them over the top? Jake, I, when I talked about that, I was talking about them, not me. I, I, I care less what LeBron thinks about Utah. Who care? I don't care about that. What do I care about a dude who – what connection does he have to here? I don't know. Does he? Have Screw him? that, man. I, I, <laughs> oh, I was talking about – players who go up against him all right will they, a, will they want will they want to get uh, get him you know be extra motivated we've got a market update coming up right around the corner stay tuned howard back at four we're here at the warehouse 1825 south 300 west here in salt lake prices so low to blow your mind don't forget about orem everything must go out of that orem store so if you've been holding off, uh, needing that uh, sectional or that mattress or the adjustable bed or whatever, now is your time. 86 East University Parkway. We'll have more coming up straight ahead. Stay tuned. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Monday! Get ready for another America First Credit Union Matinee Monday. God, you are hard to look at. You look like the topographical map of Utah. 
Disney's latest animated blockbuster is in theaters today as Raya and the Last Dragon opens at your local Megaplex. From the makers of Moana comes the story of Raya, who 500 years after the last dragons vanished from her homeland, goes on the journey of a lifetime and attempts to repair a big mistake she made as a child. Kelly Marie Tran, Aquafina, Alan Tudyk, and Gemma Chan star in the PG-rated Raya and the Last Dragon, sure to be a hit with the whole family. Next up is Chaos Walking, which film buyer Larry Tassoni calls a family-friendly PG-13 adventure thriller starring Daisy Ridley and Tom Holland. A dystopian, uh, excuse me, a dystopian world where there are no women and all living creatures can hear each other's thoughts in, in a stream of images and words is turned on its head when a mysterious girl suddenly shows up. Critics believe Chaos Walking will be one moviegoers will want to see multiple times. And that's what's happening at Megaplex Theaters this week. And here we go. Monday Mondays at the Megaplex Theaters, where all America First Credit Union members get matinee prices all day long. This is 97.5 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Utah's highest rated, most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It is the big show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Maybe we'll have to play that uh, on the show a little bit later. Stephen A. and his comments about the jazz. Misty, big jazz fan, is here at the warehouse coming by to say hi, Gordon. And I mentioned she listens every day. So thank you, Misty. Thanks for coming by. That's really awesome. Thank you very much. Uh, we're here at uh, the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West. Also, don't forget about uh, the Orm location, 86 East University Parkway. And we do still have some jazz gear left uh, uh, if you want to come down and see if something will suit you. We've got shirts and hats and all sorts of cool stuff. Uh, but right now, it's time for a market update brought to you by our friends at TryDayTrading.com. Now anyone can be a day trader. Visit TryDayTrading.com. Gordon, how how uh, did we do today? It was a good day. Good day today. Uh, it was kind of mixed at first. Uh, a positive uh, jobs report came out, and then uh, things uh, climbed and climbed and climbed. The Dow was up over 572 points. I've got a oh, lovely bunch of coconuts. <laughs> The NASDAQ was up uh, almost 197 points. Okay. Oh, yeah. And the S&P up 73. Woohoo! Pierce nipples! All right. Our show got the treatment today. How about that? Okay, so good day uh, to wrap up the week. That's nice. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's nice. You can go out and looking for uh, Porsche number two over the weekend. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't uh, think so. No, not no, going to do just it. Be I only have one Porsche. <laughs> Number three? No, no, I'll go out and maybe buy some Top Ramen. You, uh, when was the last time you had Top Ramen? It's been a while. It's been like a day for me. It, it's uh, 
I like top ramen though. I mean, do you mix in other stuff? Do you put in like uh, bits of chicken or uh, something? Uh, I oh. did uh, until uh, an unfortunate decision in college. I mixed in something I wish I hadn't, and haven't done that since. What'd you mix in? <laughs> <laughs> What'd you mix in? Uh, it's embarrassing because it's really hard to fail at this. But I did so. I tried to fry an egg while making the like together with, the, and it didn't really work. And it was mostly raw, and I ate it and got sick. Huh. That's not good. Yeah. I don't I put like anything in do my. You, do I don't do put you, anything in my ramen. Straight ramen. Do you like? Do you like ramen? Oh yeah, I eat it several times a week. Do you? Yep. Uh, my daughter loves it too. It's our favorite lunch together. It's got a lot of calories, though. I don't think there's a whole lot of nutritional value to ramen now. <laughs> it's yeah, got a lot ever... of salt, maybe. Yeah, it's, it's styrofoam with salt. That's yeah. exactly. <laughs> but but it tastes good, so there you go. That it does. <laughs> that it does, Gordon. It does. Those little good. green flakes in it—that's a vegetable, right? <laughs> yeah, something resembling that. Yeah, right. I don't I, flakes. I don't know how much nutritional value there is in in top ramen, but it does cost about eight cents a pack, so that is nice. That so is if I nice. said to you, you can only spend two dollars on a meal, what are you having? Oh yeah, like four packets. Well, more than that. How many packets of top ramen would that be? Yeah, two dollars. That's like thirty-two packs. Yeah, right. That. So do you eat? Do you eat two at a time, or you just don't want? Uh, it depends on how hungry I am, I guess. The other day, uh, the two-year-old was demanding the top ramen, and I said, fine. And I made her just one because I was like, she can't eat. She won't even eat one. And then I ate two-thirds of it myself and regretted not making two in the first place. What's your go-to flavor, Austin? Chicken. Uh, I'm a beef guy. Johnny oh, yeah. Lightfoot here is uh, also on onto the beef. Yep. I overdid it on the chicken flavor when I was a kid. All right. <laughs> you know what I did one time? One time I had, that we had leftover hamburger in the refrigerator, and I uh, I made myself some ramen. And it was chicken ramen, but I mixed in the burger, the you ground beef. daredevil. It wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't the you best You wild idea. man. Yeah. Well, it was not. It was Labels not, don't tell me what flavor my ramen is going to be. It was a regrettable dish. <laughs> All right, we're here at the warehouse in Salt Lake, 1825 South, 300 West. Price is so low to blow your mind. Clayton jumping on with us once again. What are we hitting on this break, Clayton? Well, before we jump into that, $2 where here in Utah or down in Peru? Because I'm living large, 2 bucks in Peru. Yeah, how about that? Yeah, it depends. <laughs> that's a good point. Depends on where you are. Depends on where you are with those 2 bucks. So what are you suggesting then, Clayton? Do you think it's good to make as much money as you can in a place that is much more reasonable to live i think so i'd rather live in utah than california well the good thing about living in but i meant like where'd you say I in california <laughs> <laughs> you know but here here's the good thing when it comes to I furniture you can live in utah and live high on the hog and and and, and buy furniture for uh, very reasonable prices, right? It's, it's true. You can you can get a way better house, nicer property, better neighborhood, and and awesome furniture. And the warehouse is here. And the warehouse not is here. Not elsewhere. Yeah. It's here. Come on, so. why would you live anywhere else? Times. 
Remember, <laughs> yeah, remember, <laughs> hey, Clayton, do you remember when, when your dad offered up? Didn't we offer to one of our listeners like 5000 uh, How much was it to fill the house with furniture? It was, I, don't, I don't remember. Do you no, remember we, that? You don't, you don't I remember, remember we did it, but I don't remember what the, the price tag was. Oh, my God. I, I, I couldn't know, believe. I don't know if we should reasonable. go waving that out around today. <laughs> yeah, I don't, don't scare me. I'm not trying to get myself into any problems here. My mom's okay. like over. My mom's here, so. I don't know if you no know. No shenanigans. Yeah, I don't know if you know, but my mom definitely wears the pants in that relationship. Oh, so. got the power. <laughs> That's uh, right. Yeah, big time. Talking about, speaking of, of my mom, I wanted to hit back on what we talked about in the first break. Okay. On the Vidal special. Absolutely. We're going to call it Vidal because Vidal needs a little love and a little glory. He does a great job. He works Vidal. hard. Yes, he does. He does. He's a man. So we're going to talk about the Vidal special. Anyone that comes in, uh, you know, it's the radio special. I want to make this very clear. This is the best queen-size adjustable bed mattress package we have ever done. Ever. Ever. Ever, ever, ever. And it's only while supplies last. Okay? I have I have a floor model in Orem. If you go in and <laughs> throw in stuff. If you go in and buy it, I'll hold you some. So you, you can either get it in the Orem store or in the Salt Lake store, queen size, head up, foot up, Bluetooth compatible, adjustable base, plus a five zone individual pocketed coiled hybrid memory foam mattress at a thousand bucks. Nine ninety nine while supplies last. Listen, this mattress we usually sell by itself for a thousand bucks. The base we're usually doing at twelve ninety nine, this yep. is this is about a seventeen ninety. I mean, my dad would on the radio and do like seventeen ninety nine, maybe fourteen ninety nine. I'm doing it for a grand. Wow, while supplies last. If you don't want the mattress, you already have a great mattress. Come in and get the base only four ninety nine. Boom. Take advantage of it. Do it now. The Vidal Special eighteen twenty five South three hundred West here in Salt Lake, eighty six East University Parkway down there in Orem. Thanks, Clayton. Thank you, guys. The great Howard Beck joins us next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.